Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the RIP Tour podcast. I'm your tour guide, Tim. How's everybody doing today? We're back for another episode. Even I, I feel like we were just recorded. I think we did, but I don't know what's going on. Uh, but today I have the, the rest of the, the RIP guys, except for Gary, like I told you guys in the last episode. He's on a little hiatus right now. But uh, Ash and Luke are both here with me. So Luke, what's going on? What's up? How are you guys doing on this nice stormy night? Is it storming <laughs> over there? Eh, not too bad. It's been all cloudy all day. Oh, okay. I was yeah, like, man, no, I was just yeah, outside. It's, it's fine over here. So, but I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. also on the on the other coast here. Yeah, you're a little bit further. Yeah. <laughs> Ash, what's going on, my my dude? What's going on? I'm doing good. Um, I have n- I have no thoughts right now. I've just got horror nights, horror nights, horror nights on the brain. That's it. <laughs> so, if everybody knows, we're recording this on a Wednesday, so we are two nights away from opening night, and I like I I just can't wait. Maybe we'll talk about some things later, but maybe not. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. We'll see yeah. What happens. Um, so we're here for another episode of some history and lore. Um, I've been really enjoying this because, you know, this is something that, you know, I just wanted to learn all about anyway. Um, and I'm particularly really excited about this one because I'm excited about the scare zone and what it's all about. So today we are going to bring you Terra Cruentis. So normally we do an audiobook style of our history episodes and basically, you know, we put in uh, pre-recorded lines from all of us and stuff. But we figured, you know what, let's try and get this out before HHN or right at the beginning of the event. So we're still going to do it audiobook style, but we're actually just going to do it basically live. Like, well, technically, I get, well, yeah, we're live, but we're not live. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, just so you can hear all of our mistakes. Yeah. yeah, so if we if we mess <laughs> up, we apologize. We're going to try and do our best, though. Um, but again, Ash did a fantastic job putting this together for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ash will lead us through the discussion points, you know, after we're done reading the, the audiobook portion of this. So, as I always say, go get a snack, go get something to drink, kick back and relax. This is our version of Terra Cruentis. Thirteen skulls in the cold, dead ground. A hundred years, they made no sound. The first was fixed by an iron pike. The second brained with a minor spike. Halloween Horror Nights 15, better known as Halloween Horror Nights Tales of Terror, had one of the most intricate and detailed storylines in HHN history. It told the story of a land named Terra Cuentes, including its landmarks and inhabitants. However, the event did not come and go without controversy. The Terra Queen and her rule in Terra Corentus will be the storyline for this year's event, and she was also represented in some forms of the advertising and on merchandise. Marketing, however, didn't see the Terra Queen as a marketable icon and went with an old woman named Elsa Strict, also known as the Storyteller, to be the icon for this event. Terra is Latin for Earth, and Corentus is Latin for Blood. Creative now had to include the storyteller and make it make sense for the lore and theme of the event. The storyteller would send guests into her most chilling tale yet, the tale of Terra Cruentis. Tagline said, words are windows to other worlds and books are locked doorways waiting to be opened. Here now is your last chance to turn back or instead turn the page and step into the tales of terror. So essentially, we were given a creative icon, the Terra Queen, 
and a marketing icon, the storyteller, linked together as Elsa would send guests to Terra Cruentis via her story. To summarize, the inhabitants of Terra Cruentis worshipped and feared the maniacal monarch, the Terra Queen, and the black guards of Ironborn Gorge. In the work of Terra Cruentis, human blood is the source of a never-ending cycle of sacrifice and creation. Pieces from sacrificial victims are used to create iron in the Gorewood Forest and in Dragonforge's Tangle Root Fire Pits. That iron is then used to make the Terra Throne Blade for the sacrifices used every night at the Terra Throne, powering the Queen's rule. Then the blood of the sacrifice is used and the cycle continues as the Queen's Bone Chopper Riders or the Black Guards deliver it. The Queen's rule ended when she herself was sacrificed, ending the cycle, vowing to return exactly 15 years later. The following readings are from Elsa Strick's story that gave a more detailed history of Terra Coentis to tie into the change of icon. The detailed story read, increasingly, increasingly codependent, these realms exist in an uneasy balance of need and want, where a limited supply is always short of an insatiable demand of fresh human blood. For it is the human's lifeblood that nurtures the root system of the towering, twisted gorewood tree, a hideous hybrid of unnatural growth that resulted from a black oak sapling taking root in the crimson-soaked soil of an ancient battlefield where enzymes and human remains dissolved rare metals in the earth that were absorbed into the roots, veins, and brass-colored bark of a tree that grew very slowly and very strong. Ultimately, becoming mineral than vegetable, with thick iron-like vines that every season produce clusters of the plump purple bloodberry, and upon a grotesque altar carved from this deformed growth, a nightly ritual is performed with fresh sacrifice, virgin blade, and a renowned devotion to the Terra Queen. Sustained by an addiction through the intoxicating wine extracted from the forbidden bloodberry fruit, the Bone Chopper Riders of Iron Bone Gorge celebrate their devotion to the blood-shrined worship and maintain an iron-fisted order in lawless lands as they travel to the other realms. To the fog-enshrouded groves of South Hollow where the pure of hearts are cleansed of blood before departure to burial in the macabre, Cemetery Mines of Gorewood Forest, a dark and foreboding realm of internment, patience, and metamorphosis, where bone turns slowly to iron and flesh turns slowly to stone, and the body collectors wait to ply their gruesome trade. Then the bone choppers descend on the blistering tangle root fire pits of Dragon Forge, where processed remains are shaped from bone to molten iron and from smelting ore to creation of the blade itself, tempered in vats of fresh human blood. Carrying the virgin blade, the bone choppers travel through the North Hollow Passage of Maldakin in its tests of survival to return full circle to the base of the thick, twisted goreward throne of the queen. And as her power has grown, so has the Terra Cruentis' need of fresh blood for the harvest, fresh blood for the making of the blade, and as always, fresh blood for the goreward throne. The blood circle of death is incomplete, never seen in the world of mankind, never ending, never satisfied. Next, we will take a look at each area of Terra Cruentis in a bit more depth and their location at Halloween Horror Nights Tales of Terror. First up is the entrance to Terra Cruentis, the Terra Guard Run and the Terra Gate. This is where the most evil creatures and trusted associates of the Terra Queen reside including Eelmouth, the head servant of the Terra Queen. This area is known as the Realm of Ritual and located in the center of the realm was the Terra Throne, made from the Gorewood Tree that was grown in a blood-soaked battlefield. A blood ritual will take place where the Terra Queen sacrifices a victim using the Terra Throne Blade and pours their blood into a vessel as the land runs on human blood. The Terra Guard Run was the entrance to the Terra Gate where ghouls, goons and monstrous brutes welcomed you to the world of Terra Corentus. 
Taking a left past the Terra Throne led you to Ironborn Gorge, which was the realm of celebration. Demonic bikers, also known as the Black Guard, roamed around on bone choppers as they performed a huge celebration as they drank the bloodberry wine from goblets made out of used Terra Throne blades. Bone chopper riders would also venture into other lands of Terra Coentis as they swore an oath to protect the land with an iron fist. Also in Ironborn Gorge were Blood Thunder Alley and the Demon Cantina. Blood Thunder Alley was where the demonic bikers roamed the streets preying on helpless guests. The Demon Cantina, which is where all the, of the Bone Chopper riders would get together to drink the Bloodberry wine from the Bloodberry fruit. They would drink the wine using goblets made from old sacrificial terra blades. The Cantina was ruled by demons and other creatures who would hunt any humans who were tempted to enter. Continuing forward, we arrive at Gorewood Forest, which was the Realm of Transformation. Victims of the blood rituals are brought here and buried in the deep caverns of the cemetery mines where they will eventually transform. Bone slowly turns into iron and flesh slowly turns into stone, which helps to create the Gorewood trees and priceless minerals for the land that were mined and excavated. These raw materials are taken to the fire pits for the creation of the Terrathron blade. However, the knuckle grunt beasts that guard the mines are known to escape from their masters and wreak havoc on guests. The only way to keep them at bay is with bright lights. Also in Gorewood Forest near the mines was the facility of the body collectors where they skillfully turned human bodies into art, weapons, tools, and decorations. They would process the remains of any corpse they could find and drain out all of their blood. They were also responsible for creating the handle of the Terrathrone blade, which was made from the bones of humans. Facing the body collector's facility was the school where the children of Terra Cruentis learned how to worship and obey the Terra Queen and pledge their alliance from an early age. One of the children's favorite games is called Dead Man's Wishes, which is a hide-and-seek that has the players trick people before killing them. Next up was Dragon Forge, which was the realm of assembly, smoke, and fire, located in the Lost Continent. Dragon Forge was also the home to the fire pits, terra mines, and the blood ruins. Firstly, the Terra Throne Blade is created from Gorewood Ore in the forge of the Tangle Root Fire Pits, which is tempered in fresh human blood. The forge requires fresh victims every night for the creation of the Terra Throne Blade. The Ore Mongers gather the materials for the creation of the blade from the Terra Mines, which is also the home to vicious creatures that have existed long before the land of Terra Cruentis existed. The creatures were in constant conflict with the Dragon Forge miners and new guests venturing into the mines. Just beyond the forge is the village of Blood Ruins, home to demented monks who used leftover blade materials for the creation of torture devices. They would torture those who were proven unworthy to be sacrificed to the Terra Queen and use the blood from the torture to give to the ore mongers in the Dragon Forge to temper the blade. The monks made alcoholic drinks for the land, including bloodberry wine, gorewood brandy, and cruentus champagne. Another inhabitant of Dragon Forge were Gnome Rats, people who claimed to know the true secrets of Terra Corentus, how it was founded, how it was before the Terra Queen came, to before the Gorewood Tree grew, and how to survive this harsh land. They did not share any secrets in fear of the Bone Chopper riding Black Guards. The final areas of Terra Cruentis were the Hollows, North Hollow located in Seuss Landing and Backlot, and South Hollow located in Toon Lagoon. These were the realms of cleansing and rite of passage. Before the realms were separated and the land was one, there was one hollow full of hope, light, and a beacon for the Cruentis people. But when the realms broke apart, two hollows were created, both of them now full of darkness. The South Hollow is home to demented fools, jesters, and black-robed terra ghouls, but the North was much more ominous. 
North Hollow was the home to the worst of evils and was the epicenter of fear and horror. North Hollow was accessed via the portal of the Maldacan Pass, where the tests of survival take place to see if the subjects are fit to be sacrificed to the Queen or not. This was labelled the epicenter of primordial terror, which featured many elements of the primal fears that humans have, such as darkness and monsters. This was essentially a lose-lose, because if they succeeded, then they would be sacrificed to the Terror Queen, but if they fail, they will be tortured in the Blood Ruins. Firstly, in North Hollow via the Meldakin Pass was a house where childhood fears were brought to life, including vampires, werewolves, and the boogeyman to see which subjects were worthy enough for sacrifice. The storyteller also appeared in the house. Secondly, was a cold blind terror research team that had accessed the portal to investigate the primordial terrors of the mountains. With the journal entry and recordings from the website, this investigative group was thought to be the legendary truth. Also through the Maldakin Pass was the Rat Run, it was a chain-linked path which was hosted by a very popular clown icon. Jack the Clown stood on a scaffolded platform barking at guests which was essentially used to get from park to park. Guests could also instigate triggers to spray people in the rat run and shoot compressed air. Finally, you would circle back to the Terror Throne at the center of the Terror Gate and the procession or show would come full circle with the sacrifice of the Terror Queen. This would happen again as every 15 years, the season of the Queen begins and the cycle runs again. Now we are treated to an upcoming scare zone at Halloween Horror Nights 30 that is labeled Gorewood Forest, 15 years after the Terror Queen vowed to return after her sacrifice. We are expecting many callbacks to Halloween Horror Nights Tales Terror, and in particular the inhabitants of the prior Gorewood Forest. In this world of Terracoetus, separate realms share a common devotion to and fear of the Terror Queen and the thunderous black guard of Iron Bone Gore. Okay, so there it is. That is Terra Cruentis. Let me tell you guys, it is so different reading this live than it is than actually each of us just recording our lines because, you know, if we screw up, we just do it again and exactly. we send it in. Send it so, in to good old Gary so he can edit anyway. So uh, we do apologize, but we just figured, you know, we wanted to, to get this out to you guys. Um, so we hope you don't mind that we kind of read this live and we had some goof ups. We're sorry. Yeah, uh, we'll please. do the best you know we can. <laughs> Next time, we'll make sure we send recorded. Mm-hmm. How's that sound? Is that good? <laughs> Deal. All right, cool. Um, okay, so again, we're going to have our our man Ash, the historian, uh, take <laughs> us through the discussion of Terra Coentis. Yeah, that was that was fun reading through that. Listen to everybody go through that. And k- kudos to him going through the big. Uh, storyteller piece yeah, there as well. Yeah, was thanks, a marathon. thanks for the long piece. Thank you. Yeah, it was a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> so what what I, what I thought we'd do, um, like I said, it's just a history piece. We're not going to go too much into the mazes, the scare zones here too much, just because we will, we will cover that anyway in our history piece when we get to 15. So we'll just kind of go, we'll, we'll do a walk of the park. We'll just kind of go over the different realms and kind of, you know, just hash it out between us. But first and foremost, I just want to talk about the the big controversy, if you will, the change of icon. So, it, obviously, when they went, to, it, it sounds like creative and marketing were not in the same meeting that day. Um, so, what do you think? Do you think they could have marketed the Terra Queen because uh, she was she wasn't some she wasn't it, it was a late change because she wasn't some form of advertising. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, what do you think? Is that marketable? Do you think it was the right move? I mean. Tim, if you want to take it away. I mean, uh, so here's my take. I think maybe they could have gotten away with using the Terror Queen. 
Because we're talking about Halloween stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, I don't know about you guys, but if I'm looking at some kind of marketing, whether it's, you know, TV commercials, billboards, papers, whatever it is, if I'm looking at somebody who looks like the Terror Queen or I'm looking at an old lady, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Which one are you going to get more excited for for Halloween Horror Nights? Like, I feel yeah. like I would get more excited for the Terror Queen. I, like, I kind of understand what they were going with, but, you know, so now they've just made this other icon to make up for the other icon right does that sound right yeah what do you you think luke i I think they totally could have done her as an icon because especially with her lore and just her whole backstory i feel like if they threw that in with the advertising as well like people would people do that like lores and stuff because i know a bunch of people that love to get backstories to everything so they could have i don't think i mean storytellers cool i guess like, I don't know. I think she would have been cooler marketing than an old lady. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying right. to be mean or anything. Yeah. And more merch. And, and, yeah. Yeah. And and obviously, you know, we're 15 years, 16 years technically, to, you know, later, you know, <laughs> down the road. And there's a lot of people that just don't like the storyteller. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, to me, I, I feel like the, I feel like they could have gone with the tarot. Yeah. Yeah. Be- so let me let me ask you guys then. So let's roll back. What is it? Sixteen years now. Halloween Horror Nights fifteen. The I don't think the the internet was was actually a big thing at that time. Still, now the the website was all Terra Coentus. It was all you know the backstory, oh, okay. the lore, the um, you know the lead up to it was all Terra Coentus. Now, if you're not a website user, and I'm, I'm looking, I've got the part map in my hand right now. Okay, so we have uh-huh. Tales of Terror. We have the storyteller on the front of there, right? We have the storyteller on the commercial. If you're local, you probably saw the commercial too, right? Are you getting any of that Terra Coentus lore or story? If you go in, you see her on the front of the park map mm-hmm. and you see that in the commercial. What are you getting out of it if you're not really into Horror Nights? I mean, so like if I like being an outsider, so like if I'm seeing the old lady in everything and then I show up to the park and she's nowhere pretty much to be found right she was right. in what she was in a house ha- was she in a house yeah there was right it, it was a yeah it was a house called wet evil hides and she was like right. on a on a chair in an attic yep so if that's the only time i'm seeing her i'm probably confused on what's going on right and yeah. especially because this this year this basically just like like revolved around terra Coentis and the terra queen correct Oh yeah, and the right. whole story. That's there's nothing to do with the storyteller. So to me, that's just that's sending like such mixed signals. So like I couldn't even imagine like some of the people showing up and going, What the heck is going on here? This where's is not what I lady? thought this was gonna be. Yeah, right. Like where's the old lady? What's going on? Like I don't understand. Um so that's why I'm saying like I, I really wish maybe they have j- they had used the Terra Queen, you know, as yeah. as the as the marketing yep. as well. So yeah, I always call this uh, the year they wasted two icons. <laughs> really, you know. So we we could have done the storyteller down the line, and again, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not in creative, you know. But I'm sure if we have an original icon like the storyteller, they could they could have done a whole, you know, a whole event based around right. her. Right, mm-hmm. and I'm not crapping on the on the storyteller. Right, I'm just saying that I I feel like it would have been a lot better if they used the Terror Queen. But obviously, again, just like Ash said, you know, I'm not in creative. I'm not in in marketing in in Universal. So you know, we don't really know what's going on in their heads when they're when this comes to fruition and 
you know, who said, hey, we need to use this, <laughs> you know, lady instead of the Terror Queen. So, yeah, you think maybe do you think maybe because of her name, because it sounds so much like terror? Maybe. Uh, I mean, I've always, I, I mean, because it's funny, like when everybody says Terror Queen, it almost sounds like everybody's saying Terror Queen. Yeah. And, okay. and, not that, and not that that should have been anything, you know, against it, because like I said before, I mean, we're talking about Halloween, Halloween Horror Nights. I mean, Terror, Terror Queen. I, I mean, that sounds awesome to me. Um, can you give me just, okay, because now I, I need years because you know how I am. Ash, what <laughs> year was this event? 2005. So this was, the, this was the last year at Islands of Adventure. Okay, so here's my thing now. So again, do you think because it sounded too much like terror, and because of maybe 9/11 only being a few years past, do you think maybe somebody in Universal was like, yeah, maybe we really shouldn't go with this as our marketing? Yes, we'll use them or use her in the park and you mm -hmm. know everything will revolve around it but maybe we just don't use this as our marketing that sounds smart however and that's why they came up with the storyteller i don't know i'm just i'm just I'm <laughs> yeah no i mean it's I don't good. Know. I mean, because yeah the only thing i can think of is because don't forget the um it is called halloween horror Night tales of terror is mm -hmm. the mark is the tagline okay so that is in that is in the tagline okay yes tales I, of terror just, is in I, there see, so that just totally nicks and negates my story so well, well it's good to kind of discuss it really because there's never an answer it's always it's as if creative have done this whole world you know this whole kind of lord of the rings kind of you know because that's yeah. what it is kind of fantasy world mm -hmm. they've gone to marketing saying hey yeah, this is what we're going with this is the icon and then marketing's mm, sorry we just can't market that we'll go with this one you know that's the only yeah explanation i can go with really because there's, there's never been you know, we won't be sat in that boardroom, you know, so not exactly. to be a fly on the wall in there. Exactly. <laughs> we can only speculate. For mm -hmm. sure. But uh, I think what we'll do, if it's okay with you, I think we'll just take a walk around the park. We'll go through each realm of Terra Cruenta, just kind of go over what's in there and just kind of our reactions or uh, what we would have thought of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, sounds good. Let's just start with the, uh, as soon as you go in, the realm of ritual, which is the Terra Gate. Um, inside the Terra Gate, we had the Terra Guard run which is basically your entrance to Islands of Adventure. Um, so obviously you go under, under like the archway where it says you, mm -hmm. where it say your journey awaits. Is that what yeah, it says? the port the of entry. Is that, yeah, is the port of entry. It, it was called the port of evil for a while, while oh. it was there. So, journey, but they changed begins, it. To, your adventure begins? Journey begins? Yes. Now, now I'm questioning begins. what it is. <laughs> I think it's the adventure. Way, so <laughs> yeah, the yeah, no, I know. Yeah, so the Terra God run takes you all the way under that. And then, you know, kind of hugging, hugging the lagoon, if you will, was mm -hmm. the the Terra Throne, and that was the show was there. Oh, so okay. Ear, yeah, so Earmouth was there, um, and then the whole sacrificial show was there, so you'd start early in the night. It was more of a um, opening ceremony, if you will, uh, but it was intermittent. There were actual show times. Um, you can still see the show on YouTube now. There is really, really good uh, renditions of it on YouTube. I would definitely nice. check that oh, out. Okay, cool. Um, hey, I got a question. Is this yeah. Was this the only year at Islands of Adventure? No. How, there, there was two, two years, right? No, years? three. So we had oh, three. Okay. Sorry, four. Sorry, my bad. Four. Oh, so we had okay. <laughs> yeah, so we have we have the original Islands of Fear, which is twelve. That's the caretaker's year. Okay. Yeah, we have thirteen, which is the director's year. That uh -huh. was Islands Adventure. We also have fourteen, which was twice the fear. We have both both parks we used. 
And now we have 15, which is this year we're talking about right now. And that mm, sort, sort of had both parks. It had the rat run where you could go to the boneyard in the mm. other park. Okay. Uh, and then 16, it was called Horror Comes Home. So it was back to, uni- back to the studio side. Oh, okay. I was just curious. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. Because just think if you try to do an event there now, it, it should be so bottleneck, so narrow. Just especially oh, God, how, yeah. you know, I mean, how popular I, the I, event is. I one day hope for a event where it's in both parks. Mm-hmm. And I know that probably won't happen, but man. Yeah. That would be sick. Yeah, and even Epic Universe bringing something into that. I know it's it's going to be tough because yeah. it's way down the street, you know. For so sure. yeah, but that'd be cool, you know. Going back yeah. to, I did read something on Twitter actually where, uh, I mean, it's it's all speculation. It's all it's probably not going to come to fruition, but setting up to maybe have something over at Islands. You know, we have the old Hallows Eve boutique now there, mm-hmm. so we kind of and they have a lot of space behind those attractions as well that they can open to do soundstage, which they did this year too, but. Anyway, we'll see. But, <laughs> yeah. um, Sorry to yeah, get just, us off track. I'm no, no, I love, <laughs> I, I love, I love this. Just talking about like this, but yeah. So yeah. that is that is the main centerpiece, right? It's literally in the middle because when you go into Ireland, you can turn left and you can turn right to Seuss or Marvel Superhero Island, right? So you're coming in. You've got the Terra Terra Guard Run, which is the worst of the worst people, if you will, and then the Terra Throne. Right, they are centerpiece for the show, and that is what I like. Like the arrival show they had at sixteen. I mean, would you be down for that? Walking into studios and just having having like a stage show right there to welcome you in. That'd yeah. be sick. I'd always be down for that. Yeah. <laughs> I just and I and and because this whole year was like centered around this, I hope one year in the near future we do get another event where something is just like it's just like I know like one year they did what all the walking like everything had to do with the walking dead yeah, yeah there's no there was safe haven the yeah, walking yeah, dead yeah, one yeah, yeah. and then this one obviously had to do with you know Terra Corentis and Terra Queen I just think it would be sick to have that um you know some kind of theme like that but I know it's so hard because now the IPs you know we have IP driven yeah. you know houses and stuff but mm-hmm. um I'd still be cool to like even like the rest of the originals you know if you had five or six originals or whatever it was you know, all based around, you know, the caretaker or the director or, yeah. just, you know, whatever it may be. I just think it'd be really cool. That's a good, that's a good point, actually. I think, just should just think, I know you said The Walking Dead. I know we had Legions of Horror mm-hmm. uh, one year, but I'm just trying to think now, the last event, which all the scare zones were actually linked to one kind of singular story. And I think this is probably the last, I know Carnival of Carnage had um, the same one all the way through, but it was just one. Um scare zone but different pieces um that was midway the bazaar but i think yeah i think you're right i think this is the that'd be so cool though i have the other original story in every zone oh, sure. is linked to it mm-hmm. that'd be i mean very, i could say cool. something right now but i won't because there's a picture from the tribute store which i've kind of discussed on another episode even before that picture uh appeared about things tying in together so um if you guys listen to the previous episode we talked about like basically scary and uh shady brook yeah basically mm-hmm. combining um and if you haven't seen there are pictures out there of, of of a certain scene i guess if you will in the tribute store and i'll just leave it at that yeah that finale <laughs> piece that opens so many yeah. doors you know but sure. we'll leave it we'll leave it there um, on. yeah so what we'll do we'll go left we'll go towards marvel superhero island which i think i think it's probably it's going to be tim's favorite uh, I think Zone, uh, maybe Luke's too, but this is the realm of celebration. This is the Bone Choppers. Oh, yes. these are the these are the demon bikers on their Harley Davidsons, yeah. driving around, breaking in front of guests That's and stuff. Awesome. Like, how oh. how cool! That's sick. 
So the actual scare zone was Blood Thunder Alley. And then there, the actual maze there was Demon Cantina. Uh, And again, we're not going to go into everything, what entails with the mazes and zones, because we will get to that history year anyway. But Mm -hmm. really cool with the the Demon Cantina. That was where all these Bone Chopper riders hung out. Uh, It was their kind of dive bar. And outside, there was like um, like an audio animatronic, and it was constantly being sick. Do you know, like sat on the stoop outside? Oh, okay. Just like like being sick. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was real cool touch. Mm, That's awesome. Yeah, I'm just thinking Harley Davidson's driving around, like, come on. Mm -hmm. That sounds like it could be a house easily. Yeah, the the demon bikers. Yeah, just have that again. Or was it, they were in the demon cantina, I would assume, right? Yeah, some of them were in in the maze, yeah. yeah, And then just like ghouls, goblins, you know. Yeah, yeah, but that's cool. But we're going to skip one, because we will come back to it. But then we're going to go towards the Jurassic Park area. This is the Realm of Transformation. Mm-hmm. And probably a good place to put this is Gorewood Forest. Okay. Where, which is huh. the Gorewood scare Forest, zone in huh? question. Yeah, got you. <laughs> Sounds familiar, right? Yeah, it does. Okay. <laughs> so in this one, we had the Cemetery Mines, uh, which were guarded by the Knuckle Grunts. Now, we also Ooh. have the facility of the gentlemen, also known as the Body Collectors. Ooh, yeah. It's a real fan favorite. And then we have the school, which is like baby body collectors, if you will. Um, okay. all the, <laughs> <laughs> so all the children of Terra Cruentas went to the school. And it was start somewhere, right? Right. <laughs> and I assume it was all, what's the word I'm looking for? Like pro- Not propaganda. It was, uh, oh. what's the word I'm looking for? Indoctrination. That's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, of... Of Terra Coentus, and they pledged allegiance every single morning um, to the Terra Queen. Um, but yeah, this this was really really cool. Uh, this is the event I went to more than, for the first time more than once. I went to thirteen and four, um, th- yeah, thirteen and fourteen, just one night. This I went to twice. Uh, but Gold Forest, really cool, really nice. Because you think where it's located right now in Central Park is probably the best location for it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, all the trees. It pr- we could probably use a bigger zone, right, for it. I think we're yeah. in agreement with that. But out of the ones there, it's probably, um, you know, it's probably the best location for yeah. it. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, but what, what do you what are you guys thinking there? So we have we have kids running around in those kind of scary trick-or-treat masks in the school. <laughs> we have the body collectors in a maze there. We have the Knuckle oh. Grunt Cemetery Mans. Dude, we, that sounds like a really sick area, actually. Yeah. Just have all like that mixture, especially the body collectors. Oh, Just yeah. to have them walking around. Yeah. So you know what the body collectors were based on, right, initially? No. Not 100%. So, so this was, so it's nothing to do with Horror Night. So there is a Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode. Did you ever watch Buffy? Yeah, Here and there, that. yes. Here and there. So there's an episode, and it is called Hush. Um, and they are kind of looking similar creatures um, to what they look like, and that's what they were based on, that oh, Buffy the Vampire okay. Slayer episode. Um, awesome. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll grab a picture for you um, and send it for you. Um, you'll, see the, you'll see the comparison straight away. But in fact, okay, cool. if you can look through there, you see them? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, totally. We got the suits oh, yeah. on. Okay, yeah, yep, 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 suits on. But yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, this is a podcast. I was just showing the guys. Um, so if you just type in "hush," H U S H, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you'll see them straight away, and they just they are just body collectors. Um, but we yeah, could, so we could probably do a side by side and just tweet that out or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could tweet it underneath it, maybe. Yeah, um, what it's related to. Yeah, um, and yeah, and then the Terra Throne handle was made here for the blade. 
Um, so and that, and that is what all the land is based on, really. You're making this all... It, it seems like a lot of work to make one blade, right? <laughs> Everything <laughs> yeah, really. through. But uh, yeah, this was the area where um, the actual handle was made. And it was oh, made... Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Pretty cool. Yeah, then we're going to go to um, the next area, which is Realm of Assembly. And that was called the Dragon Forge. We had terra mines here. We had the fire pits, blood ruins um, in this area. And this was the Lost Continent. Oh, so okay. we have, oh, okay. yeah, so it, it was obviously pre-Harry pre Potter. So we had yeah. like dueling dragons there. We had the mm-hmm. fire and the ice and things uh-huh, like uh-huh. that. So oh, okay, really, really cool. Yeah, now the uh, the terra mines, that was a maze. Um, pretty unique. And they did bring it back the year after. It was, you had... It was the maze, right? So you're in a conga line and they sent you in in a group of 10. Um, the first person in line had a hard hat on and it had what? a sensor on it. Yeah. So it, and, it, and then lights flashed for the sensor on the helmet, but it's only the first person out of every 10. So oh, it didn't really so cool though. Yeah. And they did it, they did it the year after. Um, I think it was, was it, um, I think it was people under the stairs construction where they did something a little similar. I think it was one in every five guests then because a lot of people did complain. I think the people at the back didn't get to really see anything Yeah, um, out of the one in 10, but that's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, now this, in my opinion, is when it does get a little bit convoluted, the story, it's a little bit t- difficult to follow um, just because we have um, the fire pits where uh, the tangle root fire pits, which are tempered with human blood. This is where the Terrathorn blade is made. So we had the handle being made in gold forest. We now have the blade for it, created mm-hmm. from the gold ore in the fire pit, which is in the Lost Continent. Um, then the ore mongers gathers materials for the terra mines. There's also creatures in the terra mines, and we also have what we call norm rats. So norm rats were people who knew the true secrets of terra crunches, but they wouldn't tell anybody because they were scared of the, uh, the black guards. And then, I know I just talked about being convoluted, the next piece, oh boy! Um, so we have the realm, <laughs> the realm of cleansing, and the realm of rite of passage. Now these were called the hollows. So what the story was: the hollows were as one, and in a cruel and harsh land of Terra Cruentus, this was seen as like, I guess, a more nicer area, like a, a beacon of light and hope. Mm-hmm. But they eventually separated, and then they turned to evil. So. South Hollow was actually located in Toon Lagoon. It was just a just a scare zone, just a run of the mill scare zone. But the North Hollow was a was a little more intricate, and it had the Maldacan Pass in there. I know we mentioned the Maldacan Pass a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a couple of mazes in there, uh, and that was like the epicenter of Primordial Terror. They brought in Legendary Truth, uh, and this was if you survived, you were then sacrificed. You were worthy enough to be sacrificed, but if you failed. You were just sacrificed anyway uh, in the Blood Ruins to be part <laughs> of the Terrathon Blade. So nice. lose, lose. And then, <laughs> real cool part, real cool thing about the Maldacan Pass was the Rat Run. Um, oh, just before I go over that, actually, I know it's, I know I'm just waffling a lot. It gets a little bit convoluted. So everybody knows the um, Seuss Landing. They just changed it. Um, they, they couldn't really ch- ch- turn it into a scare zone. Um, the family would just not let them, so they just dim the lights a little bit, put a couple of amb- ambiance, if you will. Okay. So this was technically Seuss Landing, but it was the sound stages behind it. Oh, right. okay, yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Gotcha. So they opened, yeah. they opened the, yep, yep. the kind of back area, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so it's technically it's technically listed as Seuss Landing, but it's not, obviously, because they would not let them do it. Um, 
they called it Booville instead of Whoville. Um, <laughs> nice. that's, that's about it. Um, but yeah, real cool, the rat run. So, Jack the Clown, um, he was barking at people who were going from one park to the other because this was a two-park event still. Um, it opened to, there wasn't really anything in the studio side. You could just get to the boneyard. I'm not sure if you could do any attractions there, mm-hmm. uh, but there was like a restaurant too. There was like a barbecue restaurant there. Oh, but what do you okay. think about, so So Jack the Clown has nothing to do with the lore, nothing to do with the history, but is there barking at people? I mean, what does that tell you about Jack the Clown? He Jesus. can show up anywhere. Yeah. Right. Well, right. It, uh, it, I mean, yeah. I mean, I just feel, like I said, I feel like, at some point, this is all going to tie in together. Ooh. So. Yeah. You, you want to, um, do you want to throw something out there, Tim? Any kind of, uh, <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know there's no spoilers or anything like that, but I mean, do you, th- is there anything you would like to see that would, I guess, culminate everything? I mean, yeah. An entire themed event with, you know, Shady Brook, scary, and anything that has to do with icons, no original, like no, no originals, no IPs, no mm-hmm. nothing, just mm-hmm. all original based. Where there are crossovers everywhere, yeah. and just you know, I and I hate to say it, you know, it's like that, you know, like MCU, like an Avengers, and you know, hey, yeah. you know, we're gonna go after this guy and this guy and this guy, just an all out, just. I don't know. I just, I feel like, like I said, you know, we talked about it before the picture came out and I was so excited when you sent me the picture. Um, How, yes, I haven't yeah. gotten to the tribute store yet, everybody. Um, but w- I can't wait to see this, but that, that the whole Shady Brook asylum, whatever that yeah. like, wagon thing crashed into the. I was going to say it, Tim, just say it. Cause it's coming out. I think it's coming out after the event. Just say it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I want to, I want to get Luke's take on it too. What what do you want me to say? What do you want me so, to say? Just say just 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 call it call the spade a spade. Tell me what tell me what happened in that final scene. I can't I can't tell you. I'm not going to tell you. I don't know what happened. Okay, but well, I'm just going to spit it out then. <laughs> yeah, go ahead because I'm, so, I'm on Tim's page. I'm like I have no clue. I could think of oh, anything, but oh, Tim Tim knows. Tim knows. He just I not saying it. So, I just don't want to say it. So my my thought process is we are two days out. The tribute store's been open a week now. Now. Yep. Uh, this episode will probably come out maybe probably one or two or maybe three days into the event it'll be close to the beginning of the event yeah yeah so this is a horse and carriage from shady brook asylum that has crashed into the town of Cary, ohio yeah so 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 jack and eddie probably just broke out i don't know Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Who knows? No, but that's it. But that's it. That's it, right? You, it we don't, be, don't it, know. We don't know. But it could be anything. But it's what I've talked about before, where I've asked, you know, why doesn't this all tie in together? Yeah. So is this the Easter egg for next year? That is, I, yeah. I'd be, I, I'd be surprised if this was not linking to something. It has to link to something, right? Mm, right. Yeah. E- and, and even if it's not next year, but it's the Easter egg to something coming. Right. Do you think we're a year behind now? Because last year's tribute store was probably it, supposed to be this year. And- it is possible just because mm, yeah. with what everything is going on. So who knows? Um, mm-hmm. But man, if that is like, like you walking out of the tribute store and this is like one of the last things you see, you know, before you leave. And that's on my mind, man. I'm yep. like, I will, I probably will go nuts if this is something that's going to happen where, you know, 
this just comes to fruition. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Who knows? Luke, how yeah. did you like Spoiler free, Luke. How did you like Tribute Store? I know we're going off on a tangent, but. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. The vibe in there was so cool. And I'm glad they switched it up compared to last year, like you were saying, because I figured yeah. they would probably make it a lot uh, very similar, but it's not. It's completely different. That's that's a good point, actually, Luke. They could they could have just done the easy route because it was great last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had those. The only thing I think this was missing, and I've talked about it, was that centerpiece. I know we had uh, we had uh, Frankenstein's monster in one room. Then we yeah. had um, what do we have in the second room? Jack. And then we had what, the, the Beetlejuice and the Beetlejuice, the Beetlejuice yep. bit. Um, so yeah, they could have easily gone with that again, you know, just because it was yeah. it was very very good. But mm-hmm. I think it's missing that. I know we had the HHM bear, and I'm sorry if I'm spoiling this for you, but <laughs> we had that one centerpiece. But it's just missing that. But it it is really really full of Easter eggs and yeah, oh yeah, it is a I, big throwback. I still haven't read all the papers yeah. that they have all around, but apparently yeah. they all link to this year's event, which is awesome. So there's another little Easter egg, but. Yeah, and I think it was very, very busy as well. So when it gets a little oh, quieter yeah. during the event, it'd be nice to kind of take my time, yeah. you know, during the day maybe. That'd probably be cool. Yeah. And Tim still needs to do it. Yes. Ash, what do you think uh, about I'll be there. I'll be there oh. Friday, so um, oh, I'm yeah. going to get there. I'm going early, so to do some stuff and go hang out with Ash and cause some trouble. Come see some me. mayhem. I'll, I'll see you guys. We'll see you in a different capacity. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I'll just leave that as that. <laughs> heck, heck, yes. Yeah. But uh, I know we um I know we got off got off a tangent there a little bit. So yeah, yeah we, I know we we talked about Jack the Clown. He, they just they have something that works, right? So that's why they For just sure. but that just that little nod to him is nice just between park to park. Um that's really really cool. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I know we kind of covered it all in the discussion piece. It was nice to take a quick ro- walk around the park and just see what's um, there. Do we want to talk about the zone a little bit? I think we should. Um, I really have a question, mm-hmm. but I don't want to give spo- I mean, well, not that I'm going to give out spoilers. I mean, by the time uh, this comes out, y'all will be in the, have been in the zone anyway. Yeah. Um, but I need to ask Luke something. Huh? Uh-huh. Was the, so the area that's in front of Mel's, you know, where like all the parade floats and stuff come out and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Was that area being utilized at all? Nope. It was empty. They mostly yeah. had like, because I was kind of, the, that's close to La Bamba where all the RAP tours are. Yeah, exactly. So that was full of a lot of people over there. Not really on the streets, but who knows? That was only, that only kind rehearsals. Of, that, kind of, that kind of makes me sad. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, we had our our boy Luke I, and, checking and, it out. It was fun. Yeah, and we all know that you know things get added. You know, as the event goes on, yeah. this is we're we're about to head into opening weekend, and we know this is like not even going to be the complete package yet. Yeah. yeah, I mean that. Yeah, I mean that's that's a nice little segue as well, actually, because I was going to talk about some things maybe missing from there, which I would expect to maybe come during the season, which is, um, and again, this is probably going to come out a couple of days into the event if you are. Not looking for spoilers, just kind of, I'd just step away now. Just but, um, walk away. Yeah. So, um, Luke, no mm-hmm. body collectors there, correct? Nope. Not that I saw. Okay. Now, I did see a cart, a cart in there, uh, which usually that's what the body collectors push around is a cart with body parts in it. Um, 
No, I, I did see a picture of a cart in there. I did see a cart around the event a few times, but it looked like mostly tech stuff. Oh, it did? Yeah, but I don't know. Okay. I don't know what cart you're thinking of, because, I mean, I saw, like, office carts um, type of thing. I oh, no, this was like a... A um, themed cart? Okay. Yeah, it was It was definitely themed in that area. Okay. So I assume they may be coming, and also in, in gold for it is the school as well. You know, those oh, okay. creepy kids in those creepy masks. So do we see them at some point, you think? Possibly, because they play that game, Dead Man's Wishes, where they kind of hide from each other. Yeah. Which is, real cre- which is pretty creepy, you know, they're hiding behind guests and stuff and jumping out. So I'm... And I'm just, is this Goldwood Forest or is it, is it just Terra Corentas, but they call it Goldwood Forest just because of theming for that particular area? I don't know. What, what do you think? Was there, um, hey, Luke. Yeah. Again, we're, we're here spoilers. Was there an actual like kind of show? Uh, not really. I, so on the what, stage. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Where the Terra Queen is actually at like that front, like, yeah, no, looks no like show. a sacrifice. No. Like, well, I mean, somebody's, somebody's hanging there. <laughs> Somebody uh, very big is hanging there. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is after opening night. You guys right. saw and, it. And, wink, wink. Yeah, and and, and obviously <laughs> this is preview. So like all this stuff can be like I said, we were just talking about can change after the first weekend, after the first night. You never know mm. what happens. Yeah, exactly. so many changes happen during the event um, as it's going on. That's what's great about HHN. You know, so if they know something's not working and they need to add something, they'll do it. If they know that they need to get rid of something, they'll do that as well. You know, yep. yeah, yeah. And I think that the hanging piece. You know, you know that GIF with um, Chris Pratt, and it's like that. Oh yeah, If you know the Chris Pratt gif or meme, whatever it's called, you, you'll know what I'm talking about. That was the when I'll just say it when Eomath was hanging there. Yeah, um, that was just like oh, and he is like <laughs> yeah. the most trusted advisor. So the what that says to me, I don't know, is if is she trying to book that trend of being sacrificed herself, maybe, or she's yeah. trying to you know get out of that cycle, maybe. She's what she's a bit low. what what if what if we go through the old like the whole event. And it's just whatever it is, but on the final night, something special happens in that zone. Wow. That's what I was thinking. Because, like, yeah. you, um, that's what they did at the end of uh, fifteen, right? She like, right? Sacrifice. I'm like, hope. Oh, so do they do know. that again? There's the question. I would really hope so. <laughs> I mean, I would. I hope so too because I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, and the event ends on Halloween. Just night, being selfish. Right? Sorry. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I mean, I know we're talking about Terra Cruentos, but all I can think about is you mentioning that Shady Brook and Carrie thing now. Tim. I'm so sorry. You know That's what? I think, I think maybe we'll have to pull an episode together <laughs> yeah, where right. we create what that would look like. Oh, that. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Get our, get our creative juices flowing. And we'll figure Pretty out cool. like what what we would like to see at that if if that you know is some yeah. easter egg to something um that'd be cool how we how we would how would we how would we yeah. would, uh, merge the event if you will mm-hmm. correct yeah. mm-hmm. maybe we'll do something in the future about that so yeah good uh, stuff but i mean yeah. that's pretty well i mean that's yeah. pretty much everything from me i know i was i know yeah. i was waffling on a little bit thanks for listening no, and i guess no, no, a little no. convoluted <laughs> we want you to to waffle on there mr Britman. yeah i can because uh, you you were there you you've witnessed this and you know, <laughs> um, we appreciate your input and stuff so um um tim he just left yes luke what where is he do you see him i see tim yeah what are you talking about i can't see ash he just disappeared do you hear him no Oh, I can He's see there. him now. 
You see oh me? Oh my goodness. I can, I I can hear both of you talking. We're such professionals on this show that we're going to keep this in, just so you all know. <laughs> oh, great. Like a, Wes, like a Wes Waldo game. Can you still where's hear Ash? Where's Ash? Yes. What? Oh, my God. All right. Can you, you can hear me, right? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not messing with you. Don't anyway, say that. We can, we can still end it, right? Yeah, we're, we're going to end here because I don't yeah. know what's going on here. <laughs> so, um, Ash, where can people find us? Yes, we are at RIP Tour Podcast on Instagram and the Twitter. <laughs> and make sure you subscribe on YouTube as well, RIP Tour Podcast, because there's going to be a ton of content and vlogs coming as well. So make sure you subscribe, please. For sure. um, also going to mention, uh, because we are also in, coming up to this on Sunday as well, we're going to have our first movie club uh, live stream. And we're going to talk about Hell House LLC and uh, maybe throw out some ideas for the next movie for the next month i think other than that um me and me and ash will be in the park on friday if this is out before then if not um you'll maybe have seen us already in the park over the weekend you never know yeah but we yeah we will have buttons on us that (laughs) is for sure um i'm thinking we're we're gonna do something a little different i think for you guys to get the buttons uh that will be coming so again, and then you may have already seen it already because I don't know when this episode's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But that is it. Um, anybody else got anything else to say? Luke, you good? So, okay, well, you know, I'm having a bunch of troubles right now. My audio just went out. Right. My Oh, I can hear you now. Okay. Anyways. Oh, hey there, Luke. <laughs> that's it for me. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Ash, you got anything? No, I'm good. This has been a real fun ending to the show. I know this was a little <laughs> wild. Um, good luck with this one, Gary. Uh, <laughs> good luck um, listening to this as well, yeah, people. You're just talking sure. to nobody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. again, we apologize. We hope you you enjoyed our live reading of uh, the history of Terra Coentis. Um, I'm excited for the zone. Cannot wait. The fog starts Friday. Oh yeah. Um, so that's it for now, guys. We'll see you on the next episode, and we'll definitely see you in the fog over the uh, the HHN season. So okay. bye. Yeah. See you. Bye. Bye.